Howdy folks, it's Monday, December 5th, 2011. I'm Skip Ruddertail, your Otter Editor, and this is episode 22A, The Bad Dog Book Club. This week's story is Nightlife, written by Mopar Skunk. It's his first story in the book club, and we're happy to have him join us. Reading this week's story is Alflor Alto, who's written a couple stories for us before, but this is his first time reading. We hope you enjoy it, and do join Toonses and myself next week when we come back to discuss it. Have a good one signaling and swinging his heavy beast of a car off the freeway onto the exit ramp. The skunk rolled down his window and tossed the last couple empty beer cans out the window, seeing no one behind him. It had been a good four-hour drive from his house in the sticks to the big city, perfect time for a leisurely 12-pack, although with the amount the burly Memphis usually drank, all that amounted to was a slight buzz. Normally avoiding any type of city with a passion, once in a while the redneck of a skunk got an itch to indulge a streak of his to clean up and hit the metropolis for a weekend of high rolling fun. He brought a sleek black 68 Plymouth to a rolling stop at the base of the exit, stepping on the throttle to bring the large motor to a heavy rumble to merge into a string of cars, shaking his head at how anyone could live this back together. He made his way to downtown Nashville, to the cushy Hermitage Hotel he usually stayed at, parking the wide, sleek roadrunner in their garage, and making his way to the large expanse of a lobby. Checking into the presidential suite, he reserved a couple weeks back, the lithe lapine receptionist, not even batting an eye at his blue jeans, white shirt, baseball cap the heavy-set skunk was dressed in. He got a good look down her shirt when she leaned over to swipe his keycard, smirking some at her lack of a bra. Might have to ask her if she'd seen the suite, with an offer to show her what the view while bent over the balcony is like, depending on how lucky he was out on the town later. Thank you, sweetie. Hopefully I'll see you more this weekend. He winked at her as a young border collie bellhop collected his luggage and suit holder, leading the way to the elevator. The Memphis openly staring at that tight little ass flexing, thinking that dog might get the same offer as the receptionist. Must have gotten some new hires since last he was here. They rode up to the top floor, the bellhop opening the double doors of the suite, hanging his suit and placing his suitcase on the rack. Here you are, sir. Enjoy your stay, he said good-naturedly, the skunk handing him a twenty as well as a quick squeeze to that canine ass. Well, thank you, cutie. You know what room I'm in? Stop by sometime this weekend after you're off the clock, eh? He smirked lecherously. The monochrome dog yipped involuntarily and blushed heavily, his eyes leaning on the Memphis' quite obvious crotch, long enough for its owner to catch before he stammered a thanks and turned to leave. City boys. He stripped out of his clothes and tossed them into the laundry basket provided, save for his sweaty jock which he left on. He opened both French doors of the balcony in his bedroom, stepping out clad in nothing but that thin fabric into the warm September night, looking out over the city without a care who saw him. 
he had been in far greater states of undress and arousal on it, both day and night. There was no way the hotel wasn't privy to his open lewd displays. But he figured he spent enough money while he was there, they'd turn a blind eye to it. At least the ones that didn't show up after midnight, practically begging to suck his sweaty dick. He chuckled, giving himself a firm squeeze before turning and heading it back inside to get trussed up. He had a well-tailored chalk pinstripe suit, looking every bit like it had come right out of 1944, which he pieced on himself, slipping heavy, large, gold and onyx rings over a couple of fingers on both hands. Black and white two-toned oxfords were next. He canted his fedora over his head and slipped a number of Camacho Triple Madro cigars into his breast pocket, able to fit three of the chunky six-deering monsters, barely. He took a look at himself in the mirror, smirking. Damn, but he could clean up. Buddies back home would shit if they knew some of the things he did while out of town. He gave one last look to himself, grabbed his gold cutter and torch lighter, and headed out, taking the elevator right down to the parking garage, getting into a still-warm Plymouth and bringing that large window-rattling motor to life, backing himself out and exiting onto downtown Nashville streets. In a couple blocks, he pulled into the gated parking garage of the huge AT&T building, entering a code from memory and smiling as the gate lifted. There was a little-known, relatively exclusive Scotch and cigar lounge on the top floor and roof he had become privy to, and was always his starting point for the night. He pulled in the relatively empty garage, noting the usual Jaguars, Mercedes, and BMWs of other lounge patrons. He spotted a Land Rover there as well, something he didn't usually see, even downtown. Exiting the elevator, he pushed the same code into the pad there, allowing access to the top floors, checking himself in the stainless steel panel as the floors clicked away, stopping on the 33rd floor. He exited and passed a couple large CEO offices before a dividing large set of double doors. He opened one and stepped inside, immediately inhaling the thick, spicy scents of mingling cigar smoke and good liquor. Dimly lit, with rich oak paneling covering every wall, plush, overstuffed chairs and couches took up most of the room space, with two large, glassed-off rooms near the back. One was a humidified room that held a private cigar collections and pipe tobacco, the other private scotch and liquor stores, both contributing a large portion to the rich scents around the room. He looked around the room, spying a couple familiar faces and greeting them with a nod and a smile. He made his way to the room that held the scotches, finding his rack and selecting a bottle of Lafroig 18 he put there a number of visits ago. The lounge lacking a bartend, he rented a rack in that room to store his spirits, although he usually carried his own cigars, as rental in the cigar room was a bit more than he wanted to pay. He made his way out, taking one of the wide glasses offered outside the room on a table, and made his way through the area. After a couple quick greets to some of the other suit-clad goers, he poured himself three fingers worth of his smoky Islay single malt, sipping that fiery liquor with a pleased groan as a heavy warmth spread from his esophagus down, spreading even more once it hit his wide belly. He took another sip and made his way around the corner to an open set of ornate glass doors heading to the roof, stepping out into the night air. He inhaled deeply, high enough, the undesirable smells of the city were gone, 
and just the good night air tinged with cigar smoke from the other half of the patron's relaxing. Setting his bottle and glass down on a ledge, he reached into his pocket and pulled out one of his cigars, cutting the very end off and toasting his foot before puffing slowly to bring the burning end to a bright, glowing orange. He exhaled the thick, bluish clouds of oily smoke, rumbling deeply at the spicy, woodsy taste of the maudrel mix of filler, binder, and wrapper. Puffing deep and slowly, he picked up his glass and headed towards the main area, not seeing any familiar faces. He shrugged, used to that. The couple hours here were mainly to get a good amount of alcohol and nicotine running through his system for his prowling thereafter. He paused when a relatively large elephant taking up half of one of the couches out there, dressed in a similar style to his own, along with a set of gold spectacles perched on his face, puffing away on a well-made large bowl pipe. His eyes took their time going over the pachyderm, eyeing the heavy belly he had and relatively pronounced area between his legs, grunting out and taking another healthy gulp of his scotch. He had a thing for older, large, well-built males, this one indeed looking to be a couple of years his senior, slowly looking away as the other male shifted his gaze. He could smell that somewhat sweet pipe smoke drifting over, quite pleasant to the nose. Fuck it. Might as well see how conversational he is, have something nice to look at before he headed out. He picked up his glass and bottle, walking over to the couch opposite the one the elephant sat on, nodding a greeting at his presence was noticed. Evening there. Mind if I sit? he asked, motioning to the empty couch. Not at all. Should there be a reason to? the elephant replied with a slight smirk. None that I can see, just uh, wanted to make sure I wasn't intruding on any ongoing thought process. What blend do you have in there? Smells real similar to what my father used to smoke. The skunk asked as he sat his own heavy frame down onto the couch, softly clinking his bottle and glass down on the marble table between the couches. You know, I can't remember what I grabbed when I headed out tonight. Sounds like your father had good taste, though. The older male rumbled between puffs, eyeing the bottle of scotch sitting on the table. Looks like he passed it down on as well, saying that bottle. What brings you up here? Haven't seen you around before. The pachyderm was definitely well-educated by his speech, the skunk pouring another three fingers for himself and offering the bottle out towards the other male's empty glass. Couldn't say the same about you. I don't live in the area. When I swing through, I make sure I stop up here for a nice evening. Nodding towards his glass and pushing it across the table, the elephant took another draw off that pipe, the cloud catching the wind and going right into the skunk's face. Please, I love a good scotch. Sorry about that smoke. The perils of smoking outside, I guess, the pachyderm chuckled, taking the half-filled glass and taking a slow, deep drink from it. God, that's good. Been a while since I've gotten to have any. Pop smoke in my face is the worst that happens to me tonight. It'll be a good night, he laughed, drinking from his own glass. Each time he took a drink, he used that opportunity to steal a look between the elephant's legs, imagining what that rather heavy-looking bulge looked like underneath as well as what that wide ass would look like were he not sitting. Really, now? Can't argue with logic like that. So, what do you do to afford such luxuries as reclining on top of the tallest building in the state, breaking such silly laws as clean air acts? The elephant chortled, exhaling more sweet pipe smoke to mingle with the Memphis' own spicy building cigar smoke. 
I'm a motorcycle repair shop a ways away. Nothing too fancy, but enough cash to live easy. What about yourself? He replied, refilling the other male's now empty glass as well as his own, starting to feel the warm effects of the strong alcohol, another cloud of that sweet pipe smoke getting wafted across his face, sniffing slow and deeply, this time catching the scent of the burly elephant's body along with it, feeling his trapped prick give another throb at that. Fuck, he was going to be ready by the time he left. Mm-hmm, evidently so. I myself am a college professor. Conversation continued like that for the better part of the hour. Soon, all that came out of that bottle were a couple of drops, mine pleasantly swimming with the effects of the half of that bottle, and now his nub of a cigar. The elephant seemed to be in an equal state of relaxation, suddenly breaking his calm with a question. So, skunk, how much longer are you going to be staring at my crotch? Uh, what? You're good, Memphis, but I'm a bit better. I've seen you glancing between my legs all night and don't think I haven't noticed you sniffing. You think all that smoke in your face was pure accident? Well, shit. Cat's out of the bag, I guess. You ain't hard on the eyes at all, old man. Sorry if you don't like that from another guy, but it is what it is. He grunted out in surprise. Not often he was caught checking out other males when he didn't want to be. No sense in denying it, though, figuring it would probably be time to move on. That is, so to speak. Now to let mine out. I don't really mind hearing that at all, really. If I was offended, I would have moved on a long time ago. In fact, I think your hand should take a turn instead of your eyes, the pachyderm grunted out, looking right at him. Hmm, really now? Yes, really now, the older male stated, taking in a large puff of his pipe sitting up and leaning forward to blow that smoke right into the skunk's face point-blank. He shuddered some at that smoke to his face, usually what he would do to someone he had his eyes on, leaning forward, reaching out between those thick pachyderm legs and closing a warm hand around a warmer crotch, feeling a wide shape and closing his fingers around it with a slight groan. Fuck. That pachyderm was really as big as he was by the feel of things. Another blow of pipe smoke in his face, making him groan out again. Damn, he was good. That's what I thought. I think we should probably adjourn somewhere, hmm? The elephant grinned as that heated crotch gave a pulse to the skunk's grip before pulling away. Well, I got a suite at the Hermitage, ain't four blocks away. The elephant paused and smirked, lifting an eyebrow. Very nice. That will do wonderfully. Lead the way now. He made his way back through the lounge interior, down to the garage, and into his car, smirking as he watched the elephant get into the Range Rover he had seen earlier. He sent a quick message on his phone, smirking wide before firing up his car. The elephant following him, the quick drive back to the hotel, they both got out and took the elevator right up to the suite floor, with some more words from the elephant having the skunk's hand squeezing that crotch a number more times. Entering that suite, the skunk poured some more scotch from a ten-year bottle for both of them, sipping as quickly as one could good scotch, with more words and groping from both males. Soon the elephant ventured to the bedroom. Very nice, Memphis, he grunted out, sitting on the bed and loosening his tie some with a smirk. Well, we both know why we're here. Why don't you come and give an old elephant a hand, hmm? He grunted out, more of a statement than a request. 
He nodded with his own smirk, going right to the pachyderm and unbuttoning that striped shirt, opening it to expose that gray, smooth-skinned belly as his own suit was buttoned and opened, a satisfied grunt coming from the older male as the Memphis' own wide, warm belly was exposed. Both pairs of hands quickly found each other's bellies. Fuck, I need this, he thought, soon deciding to give in and kneel in front of the elephant, right between his legs, leaning in and sniffing the warm scent of the older male before licking across the fleshy nipple. Hearing the deep grunt from the pachyderm, he pressed his lips to that fleshy nub, sucking and flicking his tongue across it repeatedly, feeling it firm right up. Oh, yes, that's it now, he heard the elephant grunt out smoothly, switching to the other fleshy nipple after a minute. His pants were hopelessly strained, unfastening them before reaching to unbutton the pachyderm's own tented trousers. When those pants fell to the gray, fleshed ankles, he had to look down at what sprung up against his arm, a groan of surprise coming from him. The pachyderm was absolutely huge, every bit as fat and long as his own beer can of a dick, with a low, heavy set of orange-sized nuts dangling underneath. Oh, god damn, he grunted out leaning down to sniff the heavy, sweaty scent of the roused male, especially around that thickly foreskinned head. Always nice to hear, the elephant grunted down to him, with another cloud of that pipe smoke getting blown in his face again. He almost whimpered as he was treated like this, a total switch of how things usually went, completely loving it. He sniffed that cock again before he opened his mouth wide and took the older male's salty-tasting head past his lips sucking over it slowly as his tongue worked that thick foreskin down, curling behind that crown and swabbing over that slit as such rich-tasting drops leaked from it. Oh, God, yes. There you go, Manfit. That's what you've been wanting all night, haven't you? The patchy gruffy talked down to his ears, smirking as he rested a firm palm on the backside of his black-furred head, scratching encouragingly. He heard this and sucked over that sensitive head more, tongue bathing it with lewd, wet-sounding noises that probably could be heard from the hallway, that gruff voice in his ears further allowing him to let go and accept this change in roles. He reached up and cupped those heavy pachyderm testicles, gently pulling and massaging them as he took that fat prick deeper into his mouth, eventually feeling it nudge his throat, swallowing that around his head. He inhaled and shoved his head down firmly feeling that fat head snap past his throat and lodge itself deeper and deeper into the protesting, squeezing throat of his, forcing himself down until he felt his nose press into the sweaty crotch of the older male, hearing a loud groan from above him. Oh, fuck, Memphis. Fuck, yes, Memphis. Make that cock all yours. Was told to him as this elephant's second hand joined the first, pulling him firmly against that warm crotch, the pachyderm's heavy belly getting lifted and rested across his head. A sharp grind to his face, holding him with that elephant cock blocking his airway. The older male took his time grinding and rubbing his crotch against his face for a good thirty seconds before letting his hands relax and allowing the men to pull back when he was needed to. Panting, he lifted back up, breathing that thick male crotch scent through his nose as he went down right over that sensitive cockhead, sucking noisily and bobbing over it quickly, hearing more gruff words from the elephant above him muffled by the wide, heavy grunt on his head. He shoved back down on that dick, forcing that prick right down his throat again, pulling back up only to shove back down, fucking that head in and out of his swallowing, clenching throat like he loved to have done with his own shaft. He repeated that for a number of minutes before pulling back to suck and bob only over that swollen glands, 
swallowing the dribbling salty pre almost hungrily as it got riled up. Oh fuck yeah, Memphis. Ah, what a nice mouth you got on you. This is the first cock down your throat now, is it? You heard the older male smirk, that grey fleshed body shuddering more as the word to my good. Keep her keep it up now. Gotta swallow the kids real soon. The skunk panted hotly, nose flared at the sweaty, warm scent of the elephant as he altered, sucking that head and fucking it down his throat. He kept toying and playing with those swelling elephant nuts, feeling them grow tighter and tighter, doubling his efforts on that leaking, rigid fuck pole, using his lips to pull that foreskin back over that head, then his tongue to snake under it, lapping and rolling it back down to lock behind that pronounced crown there. The next time he pushed down over that wide head, he felt it jump and start to spasm in his throat. The memphit bobbing as fast as he could, swallowing repeatedly and massaging those nuts until he heard the elephant's breathing change. He pulled back to suck firmly over that cock head, a loud moan and a sudden spurt of a bitter, slimy hotness against his tongue, signaling the older male's climax, quickly followed by more of those musky, heavy spurts. He groaned out as he tasted that sperm letting the hot jets pool in his mouth until he was forced to swallow it to make room for more, almost nursing that spraying cockhead and milking those swollen nuts for more of that fertile semen, slurping noisily and lewdly. He heard uttered words to him from the climaxing pachyderm above him, encouraging him to drink that seed, fingers curled tightly over his ears as he teased that cockhead for as long as he could. Finally, those salty jets slowly to a thick drool. He gently let go of those nuts and gave a careful last suck to the cockhead before pulling off and swallowing the last mouthful of that thick cum, smirking up at the elephant. God damn. I'll say, Memphis. Fuck, do you do that much? The older male panted to him, his sweaty frame laid out across the bed, that rigid cock still erect. Couple times a year when I run across the right male. Usually on the given side of things. Same here. I got a Classifies the right male, the elephant grunted, looking up and grunting when he saw the size of the Memphis own erection. Easily the size of two stacked cans with what looked like a pair of grapefruits in the low, heavy, fuzzy sack. I think it might be my turn to be on the receiving side of things, too, the older male smirked, giving a squeeze to his still firm erection. Seems only fair. He grinned and nudged his own slick cock against the elephant's nutsack, for where it jutted out of the side of the jockstrap. Having been drooling out pre all the while he was blowing the pachyderm. Ready to go again? Damn, you're all kinds of hot, he huffed out, pulling his jock down and tossing it onto the bed. He watched as the pachyderm rose up and finished undressing himself, tossing his clothes on another part of the bed, and turned to get on all fours on top of the king-sized bed. Couple things. Don't be gentle. I like it dry. The elephant turned to smirk at him, all those low nuts dangling between those gray legs. Oh, fuck, you don't want me to last long, do you, old man? Chuckled, growing out as he was treated to a wonderful view of that wide, fat ass, wasting no time in kneeling behind it and slapping his own broad cockhead to that meaty asshole. He growled out and unceremoniously jabbed that cockhead firmly into that ring, feeling it spread and part easily from the sudden intrusion. Half a second later, the elephant's body shook with that sharp sting as it realized what had happened clenching down and trying to push something that should not be there out, along with a sharp shout from its owner. He held on to those wide hips as he used his own powerful frame to stab that fat bear prick into the elephant, 
in a three sharp motions before the crotch touched home. Fuck, oh fuck, my god damn that thing is huge, fuck. He heard the other male exclaim loudly, probably able to be heard from the street below, especially with the shout he got when he angled his hips upward and thrust it hard to seat that cockhead of his fully past the deep inner ring. God, he loved that pulsing feeling. He snarled and yanked back, thrusting the bottom four inches of his skunk hood roughly into that wide ass to brutally fuck that second tender inner ring there. He enjoyed watching that gray-fleshed body under him shudder and shake and almost shock as such treatment to those sensitive tissues, plowing right past the squeezing efforts of that ass trying to push him out. Just like that, Manfred. Oh, God, yes, was bellowed out. The skunk switching to a full, deep fucking now that he properly tenderized that inner ring, his heavy, wide hips pisting in a vertical motion to roughly stab that fat prick of his repeatedly in, forcing the elephant's own inner walls to catch that ramming cock and force it along the smooth, quivering contours. Fuck, what an ass! Gonna nut you real soon there, big guy. He growled out to the shaking elephant under him moving to almost a crawl on top of that large male to make sure his heavy nutsack started slapping hard against the elephant's own as he really took off. Sweat dripped off his body onto the pachyderms as the force of his fucking started making the headboard of the bed bang loudly against the wall, leaving no doubt to the activities in the room. Bruh, 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 was all the skunk was able to manage, the elephant mirroring the same noises but with a fair amount more emphasis. He snarled out suddenly as he jabbed in and held there with such force that the banging headboard became detached and fell onto the floor loudly, ignored by both as that Memphis cock of his jumped and throbbed deep inside that red and swollen ass, spurning out rapid-fire syrupy jets of his heated sperm. He held still long enough to make sure the other male felt him before resuming that hard fucking, thrusting fully inside after each spurred to drive that semen as deep as it will go breathing with that wide, fat ass in entirety. Oh, God, Memphis, that's it. The pachyderm shuddered as he felt those heated spurts deep inside him, pushing back to help drive those thick ounces of semen far, far into his body. He bucked rigidly for over a minute, sending a healthy pint of that oily cum deep inside the other male before his flared cock had tapered off to a thick, slimy drool, collapsing on the sweaty back of the heavy-framed elephant, both panting hard. That cock of a state inside the pachyderm as he did this, finally hearing that gruff, panting voice. Do you usually break things when you fuck? he asked, nodding at the broken headboard lying on the floor. Not that I remember. I call that bragging rights, Bo, for both of us. Christ, you two. He looked up at a different voice, smirking as he saw a rather lithe-winged rodent standing there. Well, hey there, Ratty. I see you got my text. Friend does give you the key like I asked? Yeah, they did. You could be heard two floors down, by the way. You don't plague, Mudfoot? The elephant asked, surprised, giving a smirk to that winged rat. Oh, I know him very well. I told him I was in town and he asked me for a room number. I take it you do too, he replied, slowly lifting off the elephant, a lewd wet sound coming from his cock as it was pulled free of that bread ass. I would have to say very well indeed. I think the night just got a lot more fun. <clears throat> the elephant grunted as he was pulled out of, sitting up on the bed, erection still towering as all that fucking served to do was get him riled up again. He stood up and waggled that cum-smeared cock at his red friend, smirking. Well, come on now, Ratty. 
Strip and start cleaning this. Think your rump's taken. He grunted as he moved to the opposite of the sitting elephant, helping to lift off the wing rat's shirt, noticing a thin male's very tented pants. Oh, God, I'm going to be so sore. He heard the rat squeak, soon standing naked in front of the two really older males. Indeed, quite a firm erection jutting out from that little crotch. Nodding, he placed a hand on top of the rat's head and indulged in one of both their kinks, guiding it under one of his thick, sweaty arms for the rat to sniff that sharp, very male scent there, smirking as he watched that rat cock pulse and leak out a clear drop. Good boy, sniff nice and deep now, he grunted to his friend, moving them both back so that the elephant had reached in their firm ass. Would rather have your ass, skunk, but I can wait for that. It's been a wild plague. I do hope you studied hard this time. He heard the elephant smirk, reaching a hand out to grip the bubbled ass of the rat. Oh, y yes, I, I did, sir. He heard the rat grunt and whimper out as he huffed that strong-smelling underarm one last time before bending the rat over, rubbing that still firm cock across his face before slipping it right inside. Clean it good, ratty. It just bred your professor, he smirked, shuddering at that warm mouth closing over his salty-tasting cock, feeding half of it into the rodent's muzzle. He watched as the pachyderm pulled plate closer, spreading his legs to have the rodent sit down on his lap, spearing that saliva and cum-slicked elephant cock into that little asshole, bringing a loud muffled squeak from the rat as he clenched his eyes and shut that wide penetration shivering violently from such a wide male seeing himself in such a small hole. There you go, sit on it just like last time, he heard the elephant grunt to the rat as half that patchy cock was pushed into that thin male, bringing another muffled whimper and squeak as the rat's inner ring was violated thickly. He loved to hear this, watching that fat elephant print disappear more and more into that little ass, bringing a shudder to him. He jetted out a rope of pre as his rodent friend greedily sucked and cleaned that musky skunkhood of his, gagging once and whimpering as the method pulled his head down and arched up, very much spit-roasting the rodent inside two very tender rings, grinding his coarse, sweaty crotch foot to the rat's face as he fucked that tight, spasmic throat for a number of seconds before pulling back, very much erect again. Good, ratty. Now right on the head, just how I like it. He grunted down to the panting rodent, strings of spit and pre leaking out of those lips as he watched the rat nod and start bobbing his head up and down over that swollen menthic cock head of his, bringing a guttural moan from him. He looked over as he heard the elephant groan out, hilted to the rodent and pulling back to use a hand on Plague's hips to lift him up, starting to fuck the rodent in smooth, deep thrusts, hard enough to have those fat, heavy pachyderm nuts swinging into the rodent's own words dominantly. He heard the rat whine and whimper at more over that filling skunk penis, bobbing and tonguing it needily, his heavy belly resting and rubbing against the rat's head as he placed a warm hand on the back of it. He guided that wonderful velvety mouth all over that sensitive glands of his, feeling his swaying nuts starting to churn up again. Fuck, ratty, that mouth of yours. He shuddered out, smirking to the elephant, running over the other end of the road. He's got a nice one, doesn't he, Scott? Almost as nice as his ass. Fuck, don't I know that. Clench up now, Ratty. Feel how deep your professor is inside you, don't you? That bare gray-muzzled dick gonna seed you real nice. He huffed out as his thrust started growing rigid, 
both from that mouth on his cock head and the filthy talking floating back and forth from the two middle-aged males. He heard the rodent whimper and nod, watching his ass flex as he clamped down over that pissing elephant cock, only making his owner growl and really start to fuck it. Loud, wet slaps echoing in the large room. Damn, Memphis, can have him make me come doing that. He heard the elephant grunt out, panting as his hips pounded that little ass authoritatively, puffing as the pachyderm would glance over to watch the Memphis dick get sucked over. He watched as the elephant suddenly grabbed Plague's ass with both hands and rutted hard and fast, bellowing out as the pachyderm rammed in stiffly. The wine from the rat told him that the elephant's fat prick was jumping deep inside, squirting that thick patchy semen deep into the road and breeding him. That was all he needed. Growling out as hot spurts of his oily Memphis sperm jetted across the rat's tongue, taking a great joy in watching his friend slightly wince from the rather bitter, sharp taste of his semen. That throat gulped it down anyway, loving to watch his musky sperm swallowed by another. He looked over and smirked to the coming elephant, wet, sharp slaps of his hips as he drove that pachyderm come deeply, just as it was done to him not two hours previous. Shuddering as his climax was almost just as powerful as when he fucked the elephant, close to another pint of that syrupy, slimy cum getting swallowed by his rodent friend before tapering off. He kept that dick inside that warm mouth, looking over to see the heavy-set elephant slowly coming down off his climax as well, letting his cock slip from the rat's mouth. He smeared and rubbed it all over that face to mat the fur down and ensure that it will reek of him for a good while. Seems like it came at the right time, Ratty. That should be a fun weekend, he chuckled, getting a nod from the elephant. I don't think we should let him come until the end of it, hmm? You heard the older male say, nodding in agreement and enjoying the whimper from the rat as they discussed him. Oh, God.